episode of two heels and a face wrestling podcast we're getting back to a little buffet line style action today it's been a while it's been a while chris how's it going it's going better than a couple days ago when i recorded with alan and i was super sick yeah yeah thank uh, shout out to you for being a trooper recording sick sometimes we record like really head tired i was in that space earlier i somehow got out of it went to walgreens the new Walgreens. energy drink uh a dr pepper Close enough. Yeah, but I got some fuel in me. Had to recharge the batteries. Uh, but we have a special guest today on the episode to come through the buffet line with us. Yeah. And that is Sarah Joy Shockey. Sarah, I would like you to introduce yourself. I'm hungry as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to get to this buffet. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Uh, thanks for coming down. I feel like we always get to talk for like four minutes right. at a wrestling show, <laughs> and it's nice to like actually hang out. I agree. I agree. Yeah, there's definitely... Uh, Chris and I have no, have been uh, ingrained. We always talk about like the wrestling community and pe- especially the Zello or Joe's on Wheat Street, the Zello mm-hmm. shows. It's a bar. It's basically a bar with a wrestling ring over there, and um, we just meet so many. There were so many different people at that last show that we were at. Yeah, and that was the first Zello show that I had seen, and it okay. was so fun to be like, oh, "Okay, you guys. Oh, okay, you go to this. I see you guys and Kylie Ray everywhere." It's so oh, really? fun. I feel like we line up on so many of the same shows. That's true. Yeah. yeah we're mostly AEW, Freelance, and Zello. So. Mm-hmm. Did you go to that MLW show? Did I see you there? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was there. That was, we I was there. super sick mm-hmm. that night. Yeah. Okay. I had a little mm-hmm. meltdown at about match 13 and like went to the bathroom <laughs> and like played games on my phone until I could like be around people again. It was like to the point where like the um, trumpet noise, like it would go off and I'd be like, I'm going to cry. Like it's too loud. <laughs> oh, the lucha trumpet. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah, so because yeah. there were so many people and the energy was so charged up and mm-hmm. I was so excited. Yeah. And then I just crashed and I was like, OK, I'm going to collect myself, play some rounds of frozen free fall, <laughs> maybe a little Toontown. And then I came back and I was like, OK, I can make it through the last couple matches. And then Marty like called an uber we got home he started up the shower he put the heating pad on he was like you're gonna do all these nice things and just go to bed and i was like oh wow that's that's nice nice. yeah Yeah. oh he's great oh wow shame on me wow this is like a chris move that usually happens that's kind of fun it's like people want to talk to me (laughs) and you know it now i think that was my old my alma mater asking for money so oh nice it was from bloomington illinois yes cicero mm -hmm. showed out at that mlw show and we'll get into that that's in the um, main course. Main course. Take a scoop of that. Yeah. Yeah. I always do this on Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling. I try to like jump to and Marty's like, okay, we will get to <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. So, you know, I guess where we where I want to start off is obviously the salad, right? Wait, wait, whoa, whoa. I put no. did you see what I highlighted in yellow? Yeah, on the I tried to ignore it. You told me to run this, so <laughs> I am running it. No, go ahead. It's the podcast. I will let rules. you run it because you are a, you are good at doing that. Um but we, we'll just lay some ground rules. Okay. For This is something like, we don't have to do it every episode, but like we have a very special guest on. Who might then, be kind of a demon. You know, you got to lay the ground <laughs> rules down. Okay. Um, but no, I, I don't think you have any trouble following them. Um, I, I didn't list them out, though. No, you just highlighted I just, the rules of the podcast. I'm, I was tr- like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to uh, uh, think of them off the top of my head. Oh, we embrace being different. Great. Right. Wrestling is a buffet. There's so many different things that you can choose from. Doesn't matter what you're watching. If it's tangentially related to wrestling somehow, like, cool, bring it in. Perfect. Um, we don't discriminate that. Uh, all opinions are respected unless they're like hateful, which is basically j- just not an opinion. That's just someone. That's just being bad. <laughs> yeah. That's just being Great. a bad person. Um, and the other rule is. So I guess there's three rules. The For rule, every negative, you want to do two positives, right? Not two positives. For every constructive thing you say critique Mm -hmm. followed up with but also like and then a positive perfect like this happens that's how i live my life kind of like the yes and (laughs) yeah improv (laughs) compliment sandwich (laughs) there you go i I didn't think you'd have any trouble following them no i'm very nice and sweet i feel like uh 
if people are too negative, like on social media after, like, I just won't engage. I'm just like, nah, nah, nah. I, I saw, um, this might be new. Twitter had, uh, Twitter had a show less often option. I don't know if that's new. I, I don't know oh, if yeah. I've ever seen, I've seen that, that before. before. And then also, uh, on Facebook, I'm big on like hide all posts from okay. such and such. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Sometimes I'll do that or I'll, like I'll snooze for 30 days or snooze yeah, for 90 I, days. Yeah, I'll give them a chance. And then if they come back in 30, and a lot of times after 30 days, they'll be like, here's like 18 posts you missed. And I'm like, yeah, we're going to unfollow for good. <laughs> I love you in person, but I can't, I give do, you a shot. I can't do it. <laughs> Judgment day. Um, okay, Chris, I'm going to pass it back to you and stop. All right. So now me. that we got the rules out of the way. Mm-hmm. That's uh, not even a food. <laughs> right, right. We're entering the salad bar. And what I want to open up the salad bar with is asking you a question that we ask often to our guests, which is, what is it that you love about wrestling? Oh, man. Very broad. So many things. <laughs> um, I think... Like this thread through all the things that I really love are it's like um, the importance of like working hard and doing a good job. So it's like the best wrestlers, you know that they have gone through so much. They haven't given up. They've probably come up against a lot of opposition. Like, you know, even just being a fan of wrestling, you have to explain a lot of times like, oh, why do you like that? And it's like and then you can usually get them to concede like, oh, yeah, the athleticism is pretty good. But it's like (laughs) uh, beyond that, it's like you have to be theatrical. You have to memorize things. You have to work with other people. You have to work with people you might not like. You have to Mm -hmm. design your own gear and bring it around with you. It's like the amount of work that goes into wrestling is so impressive. Yeah. And then it just bleeds out into like the enjoyment of a show, like the best moves, people's finishers, like mm-hmm. that core of just like, oh, I love watching the way people have shaped their personas and where they are. Yeah. It's very entrepreneurial. I think that can be like a very motivating thing to see that. I watched this documentary last night about, um, industrial musicals, which is like this hidden world of musical theater where like from the fifties to the seventies, like GE or McDonald's mm-hmm. would order, an entire musical to be made for their like annual sales conference. And they'd have like inside jokes and like new products. Yeah. And it's this weirdly like forgotten world. Cause it was never for general consumption. It was only for like these specific companies. Mm-hmm. And there's this amazing documentary coming out about it. And there's a Q and a with the director afterwards. And she was like, you know, at the end of the day, this is really just like a love letter to doing a good job. And I thought that was like such a good summary of like everything. <laughs> Where yeah. It's like, yeah, doing a good, yeah, like following through and like, you know, being your own character, like being the person that you wanted to be when you were a kid. It's like, man, it's all so cool. That is cool. The one thing I just remembered it, uh, you said about working together. I think it's really cool to see a type of kind of a you know, faux, you know, faux sport or sports entertainment where you're like, if you think about it, these are very testosterone, testosterone filled men and women. And like, there is some egos and they're told to like lose to someone. Mm-hmm. I always like, I always think the concept of that, like go out there and look like an idiot. And that happens in movies and everything every day, but you don't realize that it's, you kind of realize that it's the same thing in wrestling. So I think that's like a really cool thing. And they tell you that in improv, like the, best thing you could do is make your partner look good even okay. though like when you're young and starting out you're like no i'm i'm good right. i'm supposed to be it's the natu- only good that's person. a natural feeling in life to like want the best for yourself right, right. but it's the like, way no. like if you make other people look good especially people who are better than you and worse than you you end up being like oh this person can do anything like they can win gracefully but they can lose gracefully yeah. and not look like oh i hate this <laughs> That's great. Great answer, by the way. Hey, thanks. <laughs> so we all love wrestling. And I also want to take a moment in the salad bar to talk about Marty and Sarah love wrestling. Hey, that was a really good transition. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, tell us a little bit about how uh, that got started. Because I also had first heard you on Wrestling with Depression, mm-hmm. right? And then shortly after, Marty and Sarah love wrestling happened. Yeah, so- it was a really cool journey because... I got into wrestling almost five years ago, and uh, at the time, I was dating this guy, and his best friend was watching the network with his little brother who had never gotten out of wrestling, mm. and it kind of pulled him back in, and so my boyfriend at the time's friend was like, we're all going to watch wrestling at this bar okay. on Monday nights, and I was like, okay. Yeah. So I would just go to the bar. I'd usually get there late. i watch a little bit of Raw. You know, I didn't really like say anything either way. I was just kind of like, this is fine, mm-hmm. and then... There's an episode where um, Dean Ambrose 
stole a hot dog cart and started beating up Seth Rollins with like ketchup and mustard. That was in Chicago, right? That was in Chicago. Yeah. No, it was in New York, I think, because they made a big like, hey, he's walking around New York with a hot dog <laughs> cart. <laughs> okay. And I was just like, this is amazing. So I got really into it, like suddenly really into it. And I got a chance to help commentate at Resistance Pro. I started doing a podcast with my friend Jen, who I used to do comedy with. And, and is this because, like, you had that background already, like, kind of the stand-up background? So, like, you were interested in yeah, I was interested in, new, in like okay. the theatrics of it. And yeah. I thought a lot of times on Raw, I would be watching it and being like, "Why aren't they more excited? Like, this is so cool." Mm-hmm. And I. I think I tweeted out like, oh, I'd love to commentate. And my friend Zach Thompson, who I used to perform with in uh, this musical improv group, he was like, well, we need a co-commentator. Do you want to come try it out? And I felt like a -a make-a-wish kid. I was like, this is amazing. (laughs) Like shaking everyone's hand. I'm like, this is so cool. And they hired me on. So I was doing that. And I started this like long-distance podcast with my friend Jen Littlewood called WWE The People. And it was, Mm -hmm. we would just record it when we felt like it. We never figured out iTunes. We would just like kind of put it up on SoundCloud. And I kept having to delete old episodes to keep the SoundCloud free. Like it was was such a mon pop organization. (laughs) But somehow through a turn of events, uh, Marty heard me on Dan Friesen's podcast uh, where he used to talk about Degrassi and we would just kind of like shoot the shit. And he heard me promote WWE The People, listened to a couple episodes when he was out doing a comedy show in somewhere, Ohio. Yeah. And then he messaged me and I was like shocked because my long-term plan was like, I had seen him perform stand-up in 2011. I thought he was so funny. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this guy likes wrestling. Someday I'll run into him at a show and I'll say, hello, I also like wrestling and comedy. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... uh so when he reached out to me, I was like, oh my God, this is like the opportunity of a lifetime. Like, yeah, I would love to do, cause he right away was like, I really want to do a wrestling podcast. And I was like, okay, like I already had one, yeah. but I was like, this guy knows what he's doing more mm-hmm. than I know what I'm doing. And so we did that first wrestling with depression as kind of like a, let's see if we get along, like, yeah. you know, how test run. Yeah. yeah. And then that evolved into wrestling without depression and That's then right. when right. we linked up with MLW, it became Marty and Sarah love wrestling because, um, it just made sense to kind of like start fresh with the network. And then like a year into doing the podcast, we started dating, but it was like such a weird, like along the way where I was like, Oh shoot. I like this guy. Like, Oh no, yeah, I got to break up with my boyfriend. Like I secretly was like, if I feel this way about someone else, I need to break up with the person I'm with. Mm-hmm. Because even if I don't end up dating Marty, like, you know, yeah. let's be on the level yeah. here. You recognized it. I recognized mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So my plan was, <laughs> tell Marty in two years that I liked him. And in the meantime, he could date whoever he wanted. I was so sure he was going to date like nine hot waitresses. And then after the last one, I'd be like, Hey, uh, hey. I'm around, <laughs> but it worked out really well. Cause like we started dating and we were like, uh, I guess we'll just kind of take this leap and see if it's like, yeah. Cause I was like, the, my biggest fear was like, I don't want to ruin the podcast. We have so many like people that we've met through it. It's so fun. <laughs> exactly. And it just worked out better. Now it's just convenient. Cause we live together and we can just be like, Let's podcast at, at 2 a.m. 2 a.m. Like, <laughs> we don't know. All we have to do is get the little Tupperware out that has the microphones in it. Like, and that's the summary of the history of Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling. <laughs> nice. I, I feel, I, uh, I hate the obligatory how you got started question. No, I love it because I you get to tell it. my romance story. Okay, good. I'm glad that like we're serving you because mm-hmm. we should. But the, like, I roll my eyes at it. It's important. I feel like that's important right now because. I feel like you you and Marty do a lot for the wrestling community and like you've probably told that story a million times before, even on a podcast. Well, I'll tell it to people who don't even want to hear it. Okay. Like I'll run into a friend I haven't seen in years and I'll be like, let me tell you about this wrestling podcast. They're like, okay. (laughs) I feel better because like one thing we try to do is try to be different always. What are the 7 million other wrestling podcasts doing? And then, so, okay, let's find something that they're not doing. And Already like, by having that. a woman on the show, you're crushing it. Sure, yeah, <laughs> that's definitely different. But it is cool since we, when we first started, there really weren't that many podcasts that I knew about that had a lot of diversity. And then maybe because I got more involved, I started finding all these different like 
women doing podcasts, mm-hmm. like people with like like the nobody's watching wrestling. It's like two drag queens talking about you know. Oh, is that from the New York? Are they from New York? Yeah, okay, I've seen them. Yeah, I just love them, and it's like it's really cool the amount that I don't know if it's the internet or like what, but I feel like in the past five six years, wrestling has like really opened up, and maybe it's. Yeah. Cause more people have a voice on social media like i don't know yeah a buried entry is really easy like you could in the next hour you could probably start another podcast yeah probably as long as you had like somewhat of a logo and like a name yeah, yeah. exactly yeah and you knew how to do that at the itunes i still don't know oh marty it's, handles everything <laughs> it's simple um cool all right i just wanted to get that out there i felt bad about it but i'm glad like i feel great about it okay you don't well, gotta feel bad that makes me feel better yeah okay well we're, we're glad you feel better but talking about <laughs> <laughs> talking about uh you know trying to be different um a concept that stuck out with marty and sarah was the buddies mm-hmm. right how um just real quick we're not we don't need to go into the history so charlie won't feel so bad <laughs> <laughs> uh ramble though if you need to how did uh how did that start because it, it wasn't from the get-go yeah it wasn't planned that we were gonna have these like voices become these characters become these recurring wait they're not real I mean, protect the business, <laughs> but it was like the first time that like we started doing this like Dean Ambrose, like road trip thing. And all of a sudden I had this, like it dawned on me. I was like, Marty's really good at this. Yeah. Like this is very mm-hmm. cool. So it was like this kind of thing where we would try to make each other laugh. And then it became this like bigger thing than all of us where it's like now God's a buddy and uh-huh. Santa Claus is a buddy. And yeah. like, it's very cool because you can kind of do this fun, like commenting on wrestling in a different way. Like um, Nathan from Nathan's wrestling <laughs> review was mm-hmm. born after the first WrestleCon weekend where like three or four different guys came up to me and they were like, so you uh, really pop in your cherry this weekend of WrestleMania. And I'm like, why oh, would you say gosh. that? Jesus. There was like an interview that somebody was recording and that was like the first question they asked me and Marty was like, do you want to try that again? <laughs> <laughs> like Yikes. it was crazy. Early on, the stuff people would say, I feel like it's become more like as we've been doing the podcast for a yeah. while. Now you'll see more like uh, people will be like a little bit shyer, a little bit more reserved. But like early on, we were at a freelance show and some guy comes over, looks at me and turns to Marty and goes, so I guess every guy in the country's jacking off to her now. And we were like, what? I would not expect that at a freelance show. It was I feel like that crowd's not like that. Yeah. I don't wow. remember who the guy was. And Marty was like, I was like, was that a friend of yours? He was like, I don't know that guy. <laughs> but like, he has this real like warm, like guys feel really comfortable talking to Marty because he has like this really warm presence. And mm-hmm. then sometimes guys will be a little bit more hesitant to talk to me. And you'll get those weird moments where you just kind of have to like, I just laugh it off, like kind of be nice about it. Like, what did you, what did you say? And uh, I think he ended up apologizing, which was very nice. But it was like one of those things where you're like, oh, this could be a very weird world. Yeah, absolutely. So you started to feel just like no more people knew you right before you knew them. Yeah, that would happen. Yeah, it was just nice to be able to like kind of funnel those like weird things back into like a satirical like, oh, this is Nathan from Nathan's Wrestling View. Everybody has a podcast. Everybody has their opinions on wrestling. Everybody feels a little awkward around people that they respect, you know, so it's like he's not really a fully hateable character because he has this like little humanity that's in all of us of like <laughs> we've all had our Nathan's moments where you meet someone and you're just tongue tied yeah, and yeah, like yeah. you're just sweaty or like you know you go to shake their hand and it's weird like Eddie Kingston's tried to do like the cool handshake with me and I'm like yeah <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> yeah I know I think that's why I relate to him too is because like when Chris and I first started doing this and then we started like we we, we just try this is going to sound braggadocious, but we try to like always put the product in front of ourselves because we don't want to be like, like I have a fear of being like the evil version of Nathan Biebs. Like, like the, <laughs> he gets a little power. Yeah. Or just like looked at as like, oh, that's just a guy who doesn't know anything. And like, we don't know a ton, you know, we're, we're fans and like, we're not trying to like be fake reporters or anything. Right. Like right. right. So, or like try to get the scoops ahead of time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Chris. I'm I don't think either one of you are Nathan <laughs> <Okay>. at all. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, let's not be Nathan. But, no. you know, then again, Nathan is a cool guy. I actually met him one time <laughs> okay. at an AEW show. <laughs> um, I just happened to be there. Um, anyway, so so you started Marty and Sarah and Love Wrestling. It's mm-hmm. a full name. And what is it? Like 
four years now, three years? Uh, I think we had our two year. Really? We had our, wait, we had our three year in March, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, we started in 2015. So it's three years in March. <laughs> cool. And it has grown pretty big. Like, I mean, you, you have merch. People know who you are. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. We were very lucky to link up with MLW when we did because mm-hmm. that was what gave us our initial. But also, like, the Colt Cabana effect is very real in that okay. a lot of people would be fans of Colt and then that would sort of, like, scoot over to the stuff he was doing with Marty, which would scoot over to wrestling with depression, which would scoot over to us. So I was kind of shocked to find out when we started before we were linked up to anybody like, Oh, people are tweeting about this. This is crazy. Like I was so used to just doing things and, you know, hearing from one or two friends. And it was very cool that like Marty would be like, Oh, I know that person. They did this and I've met them here. And like, you know, he already, because he's been in the business so long and like working wrestle cons every year and like, he kind of has like people that he knows and people who know he's funny and want to see what stuff he puts out. And then it was just kind of lucky that we could spread that out. And then now there are people coming in of like, Oh, I was told to listen to your podcast by one of my friends. And it's like just kind of grown very naturally from friend to friend. I think, I think one thing that I've noticed is like have crowd Chris and I have been doing this is that, and uh, comparing it just to like other side projects I have is that the in-person Translating the in-person interaction into an audio listening is like extremely important. Like, I don't think Chris and I would have had so many different people listen to us if like we didn't go to these shows and like m- reached out to people not to push our podcast, but just to like talk about wrestling at these shows. And yeah, just and been, people, like, people wanna like sometimes you can't get enough where like something big happens and it's like an mm-hmm. exciting AEW show. We will pull up like every podcast that's talking about it. And just like listen a little bit here, listen a little bit here. What's you know? What are people posting on WrestleZone? Like, what are people talking about? Because it's like, it's not enough sometimes to just like go see the wrestling show. It's like now I want to know what everyone's thinking. Right, Did and that's they how really you start building hurt? the community around there. Yeah, right? that's a key word right there. Yeah, because you know the people you can go to. Like, if we have any questions about like wrestling figures, we'll go mm-hmm. to the fully posable boys first. Right, you know, and then it's like. You can kind of like find your different sections of people who are passionate about sections of wrestling. Like yeah. if people mm-hmm. want to talk about sections of the buffet line, yeah, sections of the buffet mm-hmm. line, or like what what wrestlers would be good in a romantic comedy. Like I'm I'm here. <laughs> I will talk to you about that. <laughs> Great. All right. So uh, wrapping up the salad bar, just because it pertains to to the podcast, we're talking about Marty and Sarah at wrestling. Where. I don't know where did Brad come from. Like, how oh, did yeah. that happen? <laughs> Brad the alien. <laughs> like that just like it came all of a sudden. Is like, and he he was here to stay. Yeah, uh, I was f- initially opposed. So Brad the alien is a, if, for those listening who aren't familiar, mm-hmm. uh, an alien who lives in my stomach. And um, let me summon him so you can hear his horrible voice. It's me, Brad. Oh my gosh, that's enough, Brad. <laughs> I've never uh, seen him before. Yeah, he just <laughs> comes up and he goes back down. <laughs> Um, I was doing a bit and I've always been able to do that voice, Mm -hmm. but like everybody hates it, (laughs) like, or they did. And so I would be like dating someone. I do it as a joke. They'd be like, never do that again. That's (laughs) awful. And I'd be like, sure. But at some point I was like doing it as like a punchline to like a sketch that I was writing. And I was like, oh, great. Marty's got to find out that I could do this because this joke is too funny to like not do it. And, uh, he fucking flipped his nuts for he was like this is the best voice i've ever heard worse and it was like right before we recorded one day and he's like that's gonna be a buddy on the show and i was like what no like this is, <laughs> no this is out of control and so we have a little animated youtube clip of the first time that brad showed up i'll like half animate these little um yeah. like segments of the show sometimes and um that's the exact first meeting where like he didn't even have a name. He tried to tell Marty his name was Shane McMoodle. And then like he became Brad the alien and it was crazy. The amount of people who were so on board. There are two people who have, uh, they live at least one of them lives in Chicago. They have Brad the alien tattoos that they like just got and then Mm -hmm. sent me the like paper that they used to get the tattoo. And I'm like, this is crazy because that's like the kind of thing where I feel like it was always too weird, like <laughs> too different. Now it's like one of the most popular buddies on the show. And that's it's like, insane. Your t-shirt. Yeah. It's all cause Marty said yes, not you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your voice, uh, affected someone enough 
to have someone stick a needle on their arm and draw something that'll be there forever. It's cra- like the <laughs> <That's> weird. <laughs> when I was in eighth grade, my dream was to have one person get one tattoo of a drawing that I did. And we're at the point now where we're probably like close to 20 people who have my drawings wow. somewhere out in the mm-hmm. world That's with great. tattoos. And it's like, what a dream come true. And it's like, because of wrestling, are you kidding me? Like, this is crazy. That's the, the wrestling heart, the, the heart with the wrestling on it. Yeah. I thought it was a no brainer idea. And I'm like, I like, did nobody ever think about that Isn't before? that crazy? That was just uh, an idea that Marty had for a long time. And it was so funny. When he found out that I could draw, he was like, oh, we're going to be perfect partners because I have so <laughs> many ideas. And uh, he, most of the designs that we have were his idea first, and then I would sketch them out. So, like, the wrestling hand logo where we're, like, mm-hmm. clasping hands, uh, I drew that, and then he was like, add my tattoos and it's perfect. And I was like, oh, duh, like that's brilliant. Like just get, mm-hmm. so it's really our hands. Yeah. Sometimes I paint the nails on the girl hand. <laughs> <laughs> the the heart, is that from the Shawn Michaels tattoo? Do you know of that tattoo? He's got like a really famous one where it's like a, oh. is it a heart with like a dagger maybe? Yeah, it's with or a dagger. Some to me, ass. it reminded me of the old school heart mom mm-hmm. that says mom, right? Oh, okay. I think that was the yeah. original okay, idea yeah, yeah. was like, I want a mom heart tattoo, but instead of mom or anything else, it says wrestling. Okay. And I was then Marty <laughs> got it on uh, his leg. That was like the first uh, he and Pat Creedy both got mm-hmm. the wrestling heart. And that was, I was like, well, game over. Like, I've got <laughs> I my dream. I can, yeah, <laughs> nothing can get better than this. Cool. All right. Awesome. That was a good introduction, right? Yeah, that was a good salad bar. Yeah, uh, delicious. <laughs> no. Oh, what, what's your favorite part of the salad? Oh, man. I'm going to say the croutons. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Right, that's another yes. one. Another that is like Charlie. a fourth crouton. I'm one of the croutons. I'm a big bread person. <laughs> okay. I had a, a French onion answer. soup in a bread bowl today with croutons. Like it was so much bread. It was so good. It's hard to find a situation where like croutons wouldn't make it better. Yeah, that's true. Except ice cream. Okay. Unless sure. they were like okay, cinnamon sure. crunch croutons and then it would be amazing. But yeah, that's salty and sweet. That could yeah, work. That could yeah work. that's true. Mm-hmm. All right. So for the main course... We have, we could just go anywhere with this. There's MLW, AEW, WWE, freelance. What, what do you guys want to dive into? Well, let's just, we or, have some questions. We do. Uh, I guess we could start going, because we were all at that MLW show. I think that's yes. first on it, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, that was uh, last, that was a week ago, huh? Yeah. yeah Did, I, I ate ago. some bad sausage pizza there. Yeah. Uh, so okay, we so, were all having a hard time at that show. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so uh, that was kind of a negative crit- or a little negative. So let's say, but the lighting in that place, yeah, was good. So I followed it up with a positive. I'm I myself. loved how much it felt like a high school gym meets like uh, an old school stadium yeah. meets yeah. like a carnival a little bit. Like it had that feeling of like there were so many kids, and we were mm-hmm. on the side yeah. that was like. I want to say like 85% families. And so there were kids behind us the whole time, yeah. kids dancing around. Like, I can't tell you the number of bits we were doing with children where like, there was this one little girl who would like start like with little toes tapping. And mm-hmm. then she would tap, um, our buddy, Mike O'Keefe and Marty to go, Oh, <laughs> she would go back and forth and it got to the point where like they were worn out of doing it, but she kept coming over and like lightly tapping them and they do the bit again. <laughs> And we got to go with Dr. Keith, which was so fun because mm-hmm. he uh, was just, I don't know, just kind of getting to spy on MLW, but like in a fun way. He knows everybody. Yeah. He gets yeah. along with everybody. He's a fun guy. He's so fun. Mm-hmm. And we're like asking him questions about being a dad. And um, we were running the social media page for MLW. Okay. Because that oh, was- Is that why you guys were trying to do the the recordings or whatever pictures during the show? Yeah. yeah. So okay. we did- um, uh, Court Bauer was like, I was trying to think of a fun way to collaborate with you guys because you're on the network. This is the first MLW show you'll be at. And he was like, basically, I'll hand you over the passwords to our Twitter and Instagram if you just want to keep it up. And I feel like I put all this pressure on myself to like do a really good job. And I was okay. so tired. The night before was Marty's comedy album recording, yeah. which mm-hmm. was awesome. Oh, yeah. We were out till like 2 a.m. And then I had to be up and out of the apartment by like, 6 15 the next morning we had like a town hall at work at soldier field so Mm. it was like just and then straight from work we went to cicero stadium so i was just like so tired right but it was really nice because i got to discover kind of 
a lot of the people who do a really good job documenting the matches, because my camera is not that great. I thought it was a lot better than it was. Okay. I'm seeing the stuff people are putting out, and I'm like, oh, retweet, like, retweet. Mm-hmm. Like, let's get these people some promotion, because I can't keep up with, like, yeah. you know, every match, every photo looking good. But I got a couple fun ones. That's cool. Yeah. But we had a really good time, um, other than my break time in the bathroom. It was like... And that was all because I was like, I knew I was going into this so tired, but it was like, what a opportunity. Like, I don't want to pass that up. It was so cool to see everybody. Yeah. It was a different show for me. Um, we talked about this on a couple of the last episode I was on Mm -hmm. Chris about just like, I'm I'm hitting a wrestling wall right now, but I'm really glad I went. I thought that, um, there was a lot of like spikes where like matches started getting really good. And then it kind of like went just back down to like a normal level. Uh, like the AC Romero and the Marco stunt mm-hmm. that had the crowd, the the crowd like really on the edge of their seat. I felt, and then I thought Rush, or, or as the crowd would say, Roosh, Roosh, Roosh. <laughs> <laughs> almost sounded Russian. Um, but it's great. I mean, you knew like the demographic that was there and who they were there to see. It yeah. was really targeted, really focused, and they drew and like good for them. Uh, but I thought Rush's like charisma just like maybe like got everyone out of like a tired funk. Yeah. There were moments because it was a longer night where you could feel everyone like getting tired. And I was mm-hmm. like, I bet even the wrestlers are pretty tired at this point. Cause mm-hmm. you know, when you get there before the show, it's a long time. And like mm-hmm. kudos to anybody who is able to just like whip them back up into, cause you can get those moments where everyone kind of is like, yeah, but it's like, they're tired, you know, yeah, where it was yeah. like, I was so impressed with like, I felt like these kids were better behaved than me where I was like, I'm so tired. I need to like take a break and go downstairs. All these kids are just like hanging out, eating candy. No, I saw like zero meltdowns and I was very impressed because I've been to Disney World at 11 at night and (laughs) there are a thousand meltdowns. That's one of my fears of, uh, that's why I'm like, I I think uh, for now, uh, Black Label Pro is the ideal venue for my daughter to go to. Where yeah. she can, you know, walk around a little bit. As you long know. as Nick Cage isn't there dropping F-bombs. <laughs> I just wanted her to experience it. She was at Warrior Wrestling for a little bit. You know, yeah. She was also sick during that it, time. That's, a, that's like in the so. dark, and it's like far away where, where we were sitting. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I'm being, I'm, I'm, <laughs> but like, yeah, not, probably not the best for Yitzel. Like maybe a little closer, more intimate. Yeah. Kid so, friendly. Um, yeah. yeah, I was impressed also. How old is your daughter? She's three. She just oh, that's three. so fun. Yeah. Gosh, three is like you really get to start hearing their opinions on things. And like <laughs> I have a three year old nephew and uh, two five year old nephews. No, three, four and five. OK. Huey, Dewey and Louie. <laughs> <laughs> no way. That's- no, I wish. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I call them in my oh, brain because okay. I think it's very funny that oh, I'm okay. Scrooge McDuck in the <laughs> scenario. But yeah, I think there's, uh, it's so fun, little kid wrestling fans. There's a little girl, yeah. Dina, that I always see at local wrestling shows. Mm-hmm. And she's so sweet. She was at StarCast, and she's just such a little trooper. She was the cool. one who, when we went to Ring of Honor, they um, were like, hey, bring her over to the entrance ramp. Like They were going to film a spot where the Young Bucks 2 sweeted her, because it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. let's get some oh, kids in okay. the shot. Like, That's cute. And she went over and did it and came back and was all frustrated. And her dad is like, she thought that they were going to bring her in and wrestle her. And she's disappointed that the young bucks are not wrestling her in a match. And I'm like, fair. <laughs> Cause you're like, Yitzel slowly picking up on, she was like pointing, she can recognize Pentagon or excuse yeah. me, Penta L zero M mm-hmm. from afar. So like Chris is slowly like, is she scared of them? The propaganda, no. The wrestling <laughs> propaganda. No, she, she, she can point them out. Um, I think she, I have, a, I actually found the picture. She took a picture with Penta at, at a warrior. Oh, that's Aww. so cool. You know, oh, yeah, the Fan Fest is good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Penta and Ray are really good with kids. I was, like, talking to Marty. We were trying to rank who's best with fans at the merch table. Ooh, that's a good list. And we were saying that the Lucha Brothers are, like, so good. Always have time for people. Always yeah. putting their arms around, you know, kids' shoulders. Um, Matt Riddle was really good at merch tables. He was really nice to people. But I think part of that is, like, every woman who goes to talk to him is just like, hey. <laughs> is he bad at anything? No, Matt I don't Riddle? think so. <laughs> um, Being a businessman <laughs> who goes to an executive job every day. Yeah, he's bad at wearing socks. Yeah, That's he is okay. bad at wearing socks. Okay. Yeah. Bad at wearing socks. We said too many positives. We had to do a negative. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, just match it uh, for those who like want to see MLW like when it airs. 
the rush ma- the the Roosh match. Roosh. Uh, Ace Romero versus Marco Stunt. I remember stuck out to me a lot. Gringo Loco was there. Congrats to him. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and then anything. Were there any other like? Large uh, it was my first time seeing. Um, I always want to call him Tiger Mask. Puma, Puma King. Puma King. Puma King. Yeah, first MJF. That was yeah, good. That was Tiger great. Mask and Puma King are like. I totally understand that. <laughs> Um, and Great. the main event was really good too. Okay. I really yeah. like the main event. I mean, it's the Lucha Brothers. Gosh, yeah. there are just like things that Ray Phoenix does where I'm just like, he wows me every time I see him, and I always tell him that I'm like, how do you keep, like you? Keep, how do you top yourself? Every yeah, time? every time I'm like, you just learned how to do this new thing, like, and he makes it look really easy. Where so easy. We were having a conversation about this too. The, uh, our apartment's just all wrestling talk, <laughs> but about <laughs> how fun. like. Some people will kind of um, try to blame circumstances and be like, oh, some people it's so easy for. Like, it's so easy for Ray Phoenix. And it's like, he just doesn't show you, like, how hard he's working. Like, yeah, every sure. time I talk to him, it's positive. Like, he's always really friendly. He's mm-hmm. always really nice. He's, yeah, never, he's never like, oh, my mood. shoulder hurts. Yeah, right. he's always like, and I'm sure there are times where it's like, he doesn't feel like doing it. But, like, mm-hmm. it's very cool where a lot of times I think people who complain more are like, well, this guy never complains. He must have no problems. And it's like, no, he's just, like, really good at handling his uh-huh. life. Yeah, he's living the right way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, let's all live a little bit more like Ray Phoenix. I yeah, so. <laughs> that's a shirt. <laughs> um, so we've talked Ray Phoenix. He's an AEW. Mm-hmm. He's an AEW constant. Yeah, um, you're crushing it on this agenda. <laughs> um, Marty, get some pointers. <laughs> um, and well, let's let's talk about you. You did commentating before, and then you have done some commentating with AEW. Yeah, it was very nice. A couple of times, because uh, Marty's deal with AEW is like, yes, I'm happy to work with you, mm-hmm. do backstage interviews, do commentary, but if it's comedy, like he's got to take the job, like he's got to take the gigs yeah. that are going to be because he Marty gets most of his work on the weekends and like the nights where people more go out. So it's like, yeah, if he's got to film a commercial. Sometimes it goes late, you know? Mm-hmm. So there are times where it's like, Oh shoot, Marty found out at four o'clock. He's not going to be able to make a W. And it was really nice that I had the experience from resistance pro. I could step in. And then like Tyler Vols is a pro on commentary. Like he is just, yeah. he can call like faster than I can think. So it was very fun to be able to step in a couple times to back Marty up cool. and they don't always have me do it. Like sometimes they'll bring in someone else for a backup and it's just kind of like whatever the deal is, I'll go with the but, deal. But you're pretty constant also in the backstage interviews, right? Yeah, that's uh, more my regular gig there, especially mm-hmm. since Marty moved up to commentary when Phil left. Mm-hmm. They were like, all right, we'd like to, and then it's nice because before, if he was trying to do both, they'd be like pulling him and then he'd just like running all over, do an in-ring, like do commentary. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's nice. We can kind of back each other up at AW and most Same of work. Them, like I just wanted to go to AW shows. Like I just wanted to be there <laughs> and I was always buying tickets and like, you know, stressing about like getting in where I'd sit and all that. And it was kind of like when I started working there, I was like, Oh, perfect. Like now I never have to worry about ordering ahead of time. I can <laughs> like give them some work and that'll, you know, be a good agreement for everybody. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Go ahead. I know I have some smarky questions on there. Where we might oh. have to put on a fedora for a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, are those next? Sorry, yeah. I don't. Okay. Um, yeah. So I was just going to basically go from like, all right, you work there, but mm-hmm. you enjoy watching the wrestling. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and you've mentioned Kylie Ray. That yeah. you see Kylie That's where you see mark. us. So, <laughs> it's hard such a mark for Kylie <laughs> Ray. She's so, I'm like, my new thing is I'm like, all right, we're going to be really friends and I'm going to start inviting you over. (laughs) I have like uh, merch ideas for like every time I talk to her, I'm like, I got this idea. I got this. I got this. She's very tolerant. (laughs) Yeah. And she had just released, I think a couple new shirts or Zello released one and she did too. But I think her, her her merch game could still, we could, yeah, I want to get her pins. Like that's my big, we're Mm. uh, big fans of lapel. Yeah. And they do such awesome work that I'm like, I have an idea for one for her. I have a couple ideas. um, So I'm like getting her in touch with those people. And like, and then she's like, well, how much am I going to pay you? I'm like, this is for the business. That's (laughs) why I feel like there so many people do nice things for each other where if like, if you're in this inner circle, it's like, yeah, I'll make a drawing for a kid and I'm not going to charge them, you know, or like I'll make a design for a wrestler. I'm not going to charge them. But then it's like, then you have the section of like the merch where it's like, yeah, I'll put that out mm-hmm. for everybody. Like you can buy that and I'll mm, and use it, the money to make more merch. <laughs> <laughs> and in the case of Kylie, I think any pin that she puts out there, it's going to sell. I want her to have like toys, like stuff that 
kids can kid. walk away with, you know, like little squishies or like, uh-huh. I'm always trying to get wrestlers mm. to get more kid friendly okay. merch. That's smart. Like, have you seen these guys, the ax men? They, I saw them at WTF wrestling and they, you know, big lumberjack, uh, that red and black checkered print, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. denim, mm-hmm. like beards, sock hats, like just exactly lumberjacks. Like Paul Bunyan's. Yeah. yeah. They sell inflatable axes. Which is so cool. And like kids That's can hit each smart, other yeah. with them. They don't hurt. I bought two <laughs> for my smart. nephews. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, that's the kind of stuff. I think more wrestlers need to have like just little, you know, like like people should be doing light up shit. Like DJ Z should be selling like light up, just glow sticks. Yeah. Like straight up. And oh, yeah. dumps dubstep speakers. <laughs> no, <there's laughs> like a yak back that plays blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, now I got to contact him. <laughs> now everyone's going to steal all your ideas and yeah, not listen. royalties. I don't you even care about the royalties. <laughs> I care about these children walking away with toys. Okay. <laughs> I'm the Santa Claus of wrestling merch. <laughs> Yeah, because I've tried getting into some, uh, you know, Lucha Brother T-shirts, but they is like, well, just let me know ahead of time and I'll bring them. I'm like, well, you need to bring them. There's kids over here too. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, but all right. Uh, well, talking about the Smarky questions and uh-huh. Kylie Ray, what's your take on Kylie's run uh, in AEW and leading up to a possible uh, AEW Women's Championship run? So we always do on Marty and Sarah, who do you want to win? Because <laughs> yeah, I'm always right. like, I never want to like do the like, well, I think they're building this for this, for this, for this. Like in my mind, I want Kylie Ray to be champion. I think she's so nice. She's so fun. She's such a good role model. Like it's the positivity that always like yanks me where I'm like, yes. Yeah, like, and I, I think that's, that's her from the moment she steps through that curtain. Like even with the Pokemon song, which I've talked about before, like it just grabs the crowd in a Chris, uh, Chris rolled his eyes. When I he did. Pokemon song. <laughs> Terrible. No, I know because it's, it's a good song. Like I think that's what attracted me to, to, to her. Like from the, from, that moment that i heard the song i'm like oh this is cool mm-hmm. but yeah. at some point i feel like she needs to transition away from that well i feel like it's gonna be an issue of like can you royalties wise like can you right. do that but i'm like man it would be so fun to come up with like a cool equivalent that's like hers that's like super mm-hmm. catchy now i'm thinking about making that happen <laughs> oh but Let's like bust out the ukulele come on. yeah right <laughs> i just love like she is the same person inside and outside the ring, which Mm -hmm. is so rare where like, and I feel like I try to kind of like with the wrestling, like persona, people will be like, are you really like that positive all the time? And it's like, yeah, like Mm -hmm. it's not hard to put on. This is my favorite thing was some guy um, was talking to a friend of ours and he was like, yeah, I don't think he goes, I don't think Sarah's like that all the time. Or if she is, she's not going to get very far because you can't be that nice. And I was like, what a sad perspective. Because it's like, I don't want it to be this thing of like, oh, I'm nice to get somewhere. It's like, no, it just feels good when it's like an interaction could go badly. But you Mm -hmm. do a little bit of work and like check in with the people enough to make it go well. And then the day goes a little better versus a little worse. Yeah. And I think Kylie Ray is like that times 10 where it's like, Absolutely. I've, she always has time for kids. She always has time mm-hmm. to talk to fans and you know, it's, it's tough cause she's like so beautiful. And at a lot of these shows, these guys can be really weird. Like me and Colt Cabana have talked about posing in pictures where you kind of put your elbow out so that like someone can't get too um. close. And I've never seen her be like, you know, get off me. And I'm sure she's had those moments. Like she just, handles herself with a very nice like dignity and grace and then Always. positivity undermining it. So yeah, I want her to be champion of the world. Great. I think, I think Chicago would resonate the same. I'm a, uh, I'd like, I'm holding myself back because I would love to see AEW do more women's matches and like really build that division out. And mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I think I agree with you. I think Chris agrees with you. Like Kylie, would be a great flag bearer for that. And then I think they start like, I really like what they've done with Scarlett Bordeaux. Yeah. I love, uh, mm-hmm. anytime Kylie versus Scarlett, anytime they're opposite, I feel like it's watching like a beautiful, evil stepmom and like the young princess. <laughs> like it's that dynamic is so fun. And I think Scarlett is so talented and yeah. so like everything she's doing in impact right now. It's like, there's so many people who are just, good on the mic that are at AAW right now. Like we're in the golden age of like, we've got Trevor, Trevor on the mic. Yeah, we've got no. Scarlett on the mic, Eddie on the mic, David star on the mic. It's like, Holy shit. These people can just, you could do a whole show with no wrestling and it would still be fun. Yeah. It's funny <laughs> how, it's funny how like six, six months ago, 
Trevor Lee wouldn't have been top of mind. And now, like, when you said that, all of us were like, Trevor Lee. Like, like immediately. just give him a, like, put him in, you know, just give him a one-man show at the Vic. Like, I would just... <laughs> just have him walk around in Yeah, just walk back and, and forth. Yeah, he's so funny. Like, I would love, a, like, a, a shoot night with Trevor. And it's just, like, everyone shows up with their popcorn. And he just talks about every wrestler. Oh, that would be fantastic. Well, Charlie's behind this hashtag, give Myron a mic. Yeah, yeah. Give Myron a mic, cause here, here it is. I'm gonna, I'm gonna rant for a second. Yeah, um, yeah. So give you a mic. <laughs> <laughs> what I don't like sometimes about AEW puts on great shows. What I don't like sometimes that I feel that they do is just take these really athletic people and put them together. And magic is gonna happen in the ring. But like, who is Myron Reed? What does he care about? Why does he care about being an AEW tag team champion? These are all questions that could be answered. Same with like AR Fox. He's been AR Fox has been there a little bit longer. But Myron Reed is like your present and flag bearer for the future. And I just want like a storyline built around these guys. I want them to talk in the ring. And we've done some good Myron promos. Like I feel like I've done some good Myron Reed AR Fox promos, but they're backstage. And I don't even know if I saw them come out. Okay. So it's like in my mind, I'm like, oh, I know exactly who. Like I have all this weird backstory where Mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, he's like, he's young, he's hungry, he respects AR Fox. Even when they fight each other, they make each other better. And like, he's so good in these promos. And AR Fox is so good in these promos. And I'm like, yeah, like now that you say it, I'm like, yeah, that is lacking. Because if you don't have that weird, random, like I did a promo with them, so I know this motivation knowledge, it's like, oh, yeah, that is like a missing piece of the puzzle, which is like interesting because maybe the bookers think that that's full for everybody because they know it like they're like oh here's the direction for the promo but if the promo doesn't come out we didn't see it yeah. right or you know i know aw someone tends to or wants to put the promo out you know right before the match or something like that but someone like me i'm not on my i, I barely even touch my phone while i'm at wrestling shows yeah and especially people, not for videos right and then there's some you, people that yeah, actually can't do that people yeah. Around people yeah and then there's people at home that you know get to do that but for those who are in the building or whatnot and it's rare that they put them up like they only usually do one maybe two and none at logan square where they put them up on right, the screen and, they can't do it and even square. then mm-hmm. it's like you you get the gist of it mm-hmm. but if somebody has like some cool turns of phrase you're gonna miss some stuff because people are you know talking and clinking around right and that's how we're talking about Trevor Lee because he got a mic and he was able to do whatever. That's why yeah, the when they have a mic, they have mm-hmm. the attention. Exactly. Like that's the most effective way. I that's think. why the hashtag is not give Myron time to talk. The hashtag is give Myron a mic. A mic. <laughs> yeah. A microphone in the ring. And I think with him yes. too, they might have a little bit of a like, well, he's young enough, there's time. But it's like, but he could be doing, like, you could that's be maximizing him now, mm-hmm. but yeah. he is, like, he's super young. He's, like, early 20s. That's yeah. what, like, yeah, I, I found out his age, like, right after I said that on one of our episodes. So, yeah, I agree with you. There's that counterpoint, but then there's a counterpoint you just said, like, he's ready. Like, it. MJF ready. is the Do same age, now. and it's like, they yeah. give him a mic everywhere <laughs> he goes. So it's like, yeah, give hashtag give Myron a mic. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, okay, but as a, uh, as a, that's a little... That wasn't bad criticism, but like, yeah, so the positive there is Myron Reed is doing awesome. Well, and it's also like a positive of like, boy, if you've got a company where you want everybody who's not on the mic on the mic and you still want the people who are on the mic to have the mic, it's like, that's awesome because you just, you have a bunch of charismatic characters. Yeah. Yeah. And you want to hear more from all of them and there's just not time. But I agree that it would be very cool if they switch it up a little more and, you know, Give uh, give some of the newer guys or the younger guys a chance to represent themselves and then still do the amazing matches they do. I agree. Just a chance. If they if they bomb it, then sure. But like <laughs> we don't know. That's how you learn. Yeah. Go out there and try it. Yeah. All right. So the last item on, on this hot plate, unless there's some other stuff that we want to talk about, um, I wanted to get your take on your take, Sarah, on Becky Lynch being the man. Oh. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, Becky Lynch being the man. That's the power of Becky. <laughs> yeah, I even I, punched the mic. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I love Becky Lynch and I have loved her from the beginning. So I've just mm-hmm. been happy with her development the long way. I think Marty brought up a cool thing where he said on the set of the Marine Six that she talked to Shawn Michaels and he was just like, That's when right. you come back, you got to be the baddest. And like, just like, no one can question you. You're the shit. Like, just own it. And she did, and it, like, works. Yeah, it's very cool. I think that, um, honestly, I think Becky can run circles around Ronda 
as a writer, like, and as yeah. a promo person. And I like, I'm biased. Cause I'm like, Becky used to live in Chicago and take <laughs> screenplay writing classes. And I write screenplays mm. and how much friendship would we have? <laughs> but I think that she has a storyteller's brain and so she can snap back with these, like, it's all building to something. And as much as it sucks that she got her face blasted by Naya, which I'm not cool with, like, mm-hmm. I think that that's one of those things where, like, they're handling it in this weird, like, yeah, I broke my hand. And, like, oh, bitch, I don't mm-hmm. forget that. It's like, dude, sometimes you got to pull back and be like, that was a mistake. And I didn't mean to punch her that hard. <laughs> But I'm also like, that wouldn't look badass. So it's like, I get both sides of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just like, the night that it happened, everybody was like tweeting like, oh, Becky, this is so cool. This is awesome. And me and Marty were like sitting on the couch. Like, he's like, I think she broke her nose and I think she might have a concussion. And then we like couldn't enjoy it as much because yeah, I was like okay. worried about her precious brain that needs to be around. Yeah. But at the same time, if it delays, because they're doing Rhonda Charlotte now, if it delays... Becky and Rhonda finally meeting until WrestleMania, that could be like the match of the year. Yeah. The- with all the buildup and if the momentum keeps up the way it is. And I think Becky can hold it. Like she's this like female stone cold presence right now. And I really like yeah, it. Yeah, that's what has caught my attention. Although I haven't watched WWE, you know, and sat down and really watch it. What I, mm-hmm. the clips and stuff that I've been catching is the evolution of this character or this character that came out of nowhere. She's not doing the steampunk thing anymore. (laughs) Like she's just this like bad motherfucker. And it's like very cool. She doesn't apologize for anything. You know, a lot of times I feel like women almost get to this point where it's like, well, I'm bad, but I'm like petty too. You know, where it's (laughs) like, it's like this like almost apologetic, like, well, I can't be bad like a guy, but she's acting like she's Brock Lesnar or something. It's very cool. She is the man. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah. So I, I just want to get your thoughts yeah, on that. Yeah, it gets that. me all hyped up. <laughs> it's like watching Mad Max or like the new Halloween. I'm like, you're women, you're strong. Uh, I'm just, I'm really just proud of Becky Lynch's progression because like once again, kind of like that Kylie Ray, like that lovable underdog when she first came mm-hmm. in. And I felt like when she first came in too, like at, when she did like commentary, I remember like Michael Cole stumping her a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. But whatever, maybe she just wasn't ready for his questions or whatever. But, like, she is, like, so quick on Twitter and so smart. And, like, her mental game has almost brought out just, like, a better character in her. So it's cool. I, I didn't know about that about Shawn Michaels. So it's cool to... Yeah, like, I like that, that where it's, that. like... And then it proves, too, like, she's really working all the time to better what she's doing and, like, make what she's doing the best that'll also make the show the best. And it's, like... I like that. It's that underlying of, like, hard work. And, like, even when you're not in the ring, you're thinking about what you're doing in the ring. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. the hard work coming back to like why you like wrestling <clears throat> yeah. in the first place. There's no drug better than hard work. I will always say that. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear it. All right. Are you ready for some dessert? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Always. <laughs> My coworker calls the Cheesecake Factory the sugar factory, and I think it's the cutest thing in the world. <laughs> the it, restaurant cheesecake? Yeah. Store? I haven't been there in a bit. Yeah, it's been a while for me. All right, let's get out of here. <laughs> let's get some cheesecake. All right, so um, for the dessert, we uh, we posted on uh, on the ECW group on Facebook. It's this uh, Facebook group that all the all the the crazy fans at Freelance Wrestling, like that corner that really mm-hmm. likes to boo the shit out of GPA, which we do as well. Um, like they brought us into that that Facebook group, and it's like the group that we comment the most on and like that's, I think everybody's got their little, me and Marty are in the too cute wrestling crew and it's mostly (laughs) like Finn Balor needs to cool it. His penis looks so big. Oh, great. It's different strokes, you know? That was just content. I was just adding content. I love hearing about people's Facebook groups because you don't think about it that much, but it's like you're part like that's a lot of your day and uh, but it's kind of your own precious little secret like yeah i'm in a lot of facebook groups okay i don't know i can't handle that many maybe i go on facebook well i unfollow much, so many people that uh, i'm like i'm in like wild just green a bunch memes. of blog content on <laughs> yeah, your yeah, yeah mine is just like creepy cat club wild green memes for ecological fiends the bird group like oh, the chicago so. like the, the uh, wish yeah, the, I was. That group got deleted. Oh, really? What has Wish advertised <laughs> to me today? Oh no, got deleted. And then people keep trying to start other ones, but because 
the first one got deleted with some manner of like bitterness. Every mm. group that starts is like, hey, we're fucking doing this. And I don't <laughs> like that tone. So I haven't like dropped yeah, yeah. back in. <laughs> Uh, All right, so we've got some questions, uh, you know, from a couple of people in that group. Uh, we mentioned that we're going to be recording. Oh, with that's you. so nice of them. Mm-hmm. So, all right, here's the first question: Who's your favorite up and coming local talent? Oh man, should I say Kylie no, Ray no, again? No, no, no. I was going to say besides. <laughs> you were besides. Um, you know, I am always rooting for Paco. I think Paco yes! is so awesome. Oh <laughs> We also have a hashtag that we say, hashtag push Paco. Hashtag push Paco. Yeah. I just love, and he's another one of those, like, he's he's humble when he should be humble, but he also knows he's good. Okay. And, like, it was, we did a fun promo after he got all busted up and was bleeding. Oh, that's And I was right. like, oh, Paco, are you okay? Like, can we do anything? And he's like, I don't want sympathy. Like, I always get pushed around. I always get beat up. And I'm working harder than anybody. And it was, like, this cool, like, fire Damn. where I'm like, yeah. Like, I can see him going, like, going big places because he's just, like, the sweetest, but also, like, there's an edge to him. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I definitely push Paco all the way. Yeah. Uh, what's your take on GPA? I'm, so I'm just kind of, like, always, like, cool, GPA is here. Like, I, when oh, I don't no. really, that's the thing is, like, I don't really know that much. That's so, and when uh-huh. I don't know, my, like, my default is to be, like, cool, this person's probably working hard and doing a lot of road time. And, like, when we were at Black Label Pro, Marty was, like, you can't cheer as loud for Ethan because he's the heel in this match. And I'm, like, but he's our friend and I like him. <laughs> So like, yeah, GPM, like, you know what, the, uh, for this group, let's quote me on like, boo, what okay. a, oh <laughs> no, we'll but like real notes, Sarah's boo. like, yeah, we'll give him a chance. <laughs> the the GPA versus Kyla Ray storyline is like my favorite thing that's happened in like the past two years of wrestling. Yeah? Yeah, honestly, yeah. that's like, you know, I'm not, not uh, like taking out my independent bias where like I watch a lot of independent wrestling now. Yeah. It is like the greatest slow burn, but like so many twists and turns and it's going to lead. It's, to it's what makes you keep stuff. coming back. Right. Like yeah. it's definitely that storyline. It's the drama. It is. And, and, <laughs> you know, like when is, when is GPA going to come and fuck over people and, you know, yeah. Kylie being the ultimate favorite and messing with her. Like how like, could you turn on such a, a girl that's just so nice to everyone? And that's such a it. fun, like when you have that uh-huh. setup where you're just like, oh, we hate you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there, there it goes. Hashtag beat up GPA. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, this one is a two-parter question. Is Marty retired from the in-ring competition, and will we see <laughs> Sarah making her in-ring debut anytime soon? Ooh. Those are really good questions. Uh, Marty says that he's retired, but I would not be surprised if he got back in the ring. He's got a singlet. Like, he just needs mm-hmm. the push to do it. So okay. Push uh, Marty? Yeah, push Marty. <laughs> I don't have any like knowledge of like, yes, he's definitely wrestling anytime soon, but like he had so much fun at Pancakes and Pile Drivers mm-hmm. and uh I could see him going back in. Okay. Um, so I would love to see that. I talk with Paloma Star monthly about managing her. Okay. And she's always like kind of like bringing up these like, oh, maybe in this show, mm-hmm. maybe this, maybe this. Um, I don't see myself as anything more than like, I will job to somebody maybe in one match. Like I don't want to learn to moonsault. I don't want to (laughs) like, I'm just, I just don't handle pain as well as my friends, the wrestlers, (laughs) but my recent fantasy has been, um, my entrance music. And there's like the, um, holiday Inn by chingy. What I want is it starts (laughs) out and it's like bomb ass pussy i don't know if you're allowed to swear on this we got go the for e. it but we it's like this e. whole like beginning part where he keeps saying bomb ass pussy and then it's like boom 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 and that's where i'd come through the curtain and it's like <laughs> just chilling at the house and then i'm picturing like people trying to high five me and me being like Shh, no like i want to be the biggest heel i also have a character uh oh, that i want to have paloma beat the shit out of that's like um uh woman who's on vacation and just saw a little wrestling and is like, yeah, I can do that. She's wearing like a big floppy hat and like resort wear and just kind of like insults everybody and like, oh, this is easy. Anybody can do it. And then just gets clotheslined <laughs> to shit. And gets pinned right away. Like, yeah. yeah. And it's yeah, like in yeah, 36 yeah. seconds. Yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah, I want to do stuff in the ring, but I don't want to be like a real wrestler. <laughs> I want to okay. be like a gimmick wrestler that is mostly I would love to manage like that would be yeah I could definitely see that I think freelance wrestling is a really fun 
spot for mm-hmm. maybe that woman who thinks that she knows everything about wrestling to make her debut just just once yeah yeah just once you never yeah. see her again but maybe on vacation <laughs> right <laughs> yeah we've had a lot of like uh, me and Paloma joking around about me doing like you know her like bitchy manager mm-hmm. that's like talking down to everybody and uh, it's just like one of our favorite bits to do so eventually I think she and I will collaborate on something cool yeah, coming soon coming soon hopefully my goal was just to run the ropes. I just want to be able to know what it feels like to like run the ropes. You see, uh, Freelance has got the, the Freelance um, Academy. Yeah, and I've seen that ring. Yeah. We actually filmed a documentary with these people from Vice in New Zealand and Australia. And Colt taught this woman mm-hmm. how to run the ropes and oh, how to wow. like do certain moves. And like it was really cool. Like that warehouse has this real like gritty wrestling feeling, and uh, she did pretty awesome. Sweet. Yeah. I don't know when that'll come out or where it'll be. That makes me feel like I could do it. You could do it. She was like a mom from New Zealand who's also an actress and like she did pretty good. Okay. Yeah. All right. Confidence. Yeah. (laughs) Do it up. Um, All right. Next question is what kind of wrestling are you watching at the moment? So uh, Monday and Tuesday, Raw and SmackDown. Okay. Uh, We pretty much hit it every week. Um, So we hit the pay-per-views too. And then um, what I really like is Marty's super into WCW right now. Like he's reading the death of WCW. He's like following along as between the sheets talks about it. And he's like reading books. So like out of nowhere, he'll be like pulling up these matches. Um, He was showing me some old Texas stuff with like the Von Erics. And he showed me this guy who came in and sang this song about like, R-A-S-S-L-I-N, that's wrestling. And he like sings this song and like these Von Erich matches, there's all these women and they're screaming. It's like the Beatles. (laughs) So we've been watching those like in the old like stadium. Um, Pretty much like the random stuff that we watch. Like we'll watch New Japan. Like we'll check in with Impact. Like pretty much whatever Marty puts on, I will watch. But I won't often be like, oh, unless I'll be like, hey, I heard about this. Can I see this match? And like we had, I was like, I heard that um, Chris Jericho fought all these veterans, including Ricky the Dragon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Marty was like, I will show you that match. (laughs) So it's like very fun, the like very eclectic mix of wrestling that we get. And then if anything happens in the news, if anyone's texting us about like, oh, I heard about this, we'll pull it up. Like, we'll watch it. And we have um, high spots. So sometimes we'll just pop on like a, a show or an interview. And it's like probably... 50% 50% wrestling at our house and then like the other is you know made Columbo. up of Columbo dank <laughs> memes we've been watching a lot of dank <laughs> meme compilations <laughs> okay they're just <laughs> like funny clips that are like weirdly edited and people's faces are all we- I don't know <laughs> like it's hard to explain do but you we enjoy laugh. the uh, the at the ending section of Botchamania mm-hmm. where they combine memes with wrestling yeah I love Botchamania <laughs> yeah. yeah we'll we'll put that on and we got to meet Matthew at uh, Starcast how was he was he so nice dude? so funny so yeah. chill really good with kids I'm always that's like my number one <laughs> <laughs> really good with kids um, yeah there were some really fun uh, we ended up having a table that was nicely out of the way when there's a lot of traffic. Okay. So at one point he was over there and RJ city was over at our table and we were just having such a fun time. Nice. Two of the chillest, funniest guys that just naturally like banter and joke around. That's cool. Yeah. Awesome. Um, we have one last segment word association. Yes. You're okay. So you, you know how this goes. Yeah, I know how this goes. Okay. Uh, did you want to say something? Oh, no. For the first time on this podcast, you looked at me and I didn't want to say something. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here we go. Now, is this, do you want the first yeah. thing that comes to mind? Yeah. yeah. Okay. First In one word, word, right? Yeah. Okay. Comedy. Funny. Christmas. Yes. <laughs> Dank memes. Best. Columbo. Lieutenant. The shock tease. Aw. Peter, the cat. Screaming. DJ the cat. Sweet. Brad the alien. Me. <laughs> Wrestling. Amazing. Marty the Rosso. Fuck yeah. That's, <laughs> That's two, two words, words, but I fucking meant it. <laughs> All right. Oh, perfect. There you go. There you fall. Did you pick the most fun words for me to have? Yeah. That was I'm all like Chris. but like I'm full in like a good, you know, I'm gonna have to go home and like 
like I took the leftovers with me and watch a little more wrestling as like my leftovers. Okay. You know, it's like I'm I'm comfortable full. Mm-hmm. When I get home, I'm gonna binge on a little more wrestling. Okay, great. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think we did our job then taking you through the buffet line, Chris. What yeah, you yeah. This was the least stressful buffet I've ever been a part of. My dad was like one of those <laughs> get your money at the buffet dads, <laughs> and I used to like have strategies of like okay, a little salad, and then like I would try to get multiple plates, but like just a little mm-hmm. bit on each plate because they'd like so comment. So you could try it all and yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they'd be like, how much have you eaten? I'm like, why do I need to get my money's worth so bad? <laughs> like, <laughs> We're here either way. But yeah, this is the most fun buffet I've ever had. Okay, cool. Yeah, I've just, uh, I think we both, Chris and I wanted to just, um, you know, give you a different podcast experience and we hope we did that. Yeah. And uh, also for our viewers as well. And Listen mostly I just like hanging out with my wrestling buds. Yeah. Wrestling buddies. It was cool. That, that's another out. hashtag. There's yeah. another hashtag that we got in all our hashtags, our verbal hashtags today. <laughs> so now it's everyone's. <laughs> it's now it's everyone's uh, turn to take the final product of this, share it with your hashtag wrestling buddies, and then use all the other ones. You guys have such good wrestling hashtags. The only time we usually have them where to be like, "Did you ever want to touch your poop as a kid?" hashtag Yes, poop. Like it's the, the worst. But then you get some really fun replies where you kind of forget that you said that hashtag, and uh-huh. then you're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> we're monsters. That's cool. People are listening. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, Sarah. Yes. Thank you, this guys. Was this was really fun. And I think this is the time where we go home, right? We wrap it up. Right. And you can find us on... Well, wait. Before you can find us, you got to find Sarah. Where can they oh, find you? True. Oh, yeah. You can find me at Sarah Joy Shockey on Twitter. And then anything Marty and Sarah. We have Marty Sarah Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, our website is martyandsarahlovewrestling.com. But I prefer protect the dot biz. Protect the dot biz. Very yeah. smart. Um, right. any, oh, any upcoming shows? Um. The Thanksgiving show at North Bar, uh, it's the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the show where Marty and Colt do unprofessional wrestling. Okay. But I think some of the buddies, the last two years, Helen's made an appearance. Okay. So she might be coming back, um, and she's very lewd with Colt, and it's a lot of fun. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Go check that out. Yeah. And where can we find you guys? To Heel Center Face, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And we need to, I think we need to start with the website, right? And yes, I guess you're right. <laughs> I'm not, that was not, uh, I'm not, I'm pointing at you, but that's not like a, no, we a, always a forget, ourselves. We, we always forget, forget the, website. the website, which is com. There it is. Right. And okay. social medias, as I said, twoheelsinterface, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Yes. And where can they listen to us, Charlie? Uh, Stitcher, SoundCloud iTunes. Hell yeah. <laughs> I you did it. I knew you were waiting for that one. Uh, Google Play. Uh, but most of all, those hashtags, hashtag push Paco, hashtag give Myron a mic. Hashtag beat up GPA. Hashtag beat up GPA. How could I forget that one? Hashtag. Here's a new one buddies. I came up with. Okay. Hashtag say hey to Kylie Ray. Okay. Say hey. Say hey to Kylie. Hey. Hey. Because okay. it has to rhyme with Ray. <laughs> yep. You're right. Say right. hey to Kylie Ray. Oh, you got the bomb. Oh, you got it. Oh, you got some bomb ass pussy. I know you got the bomb, bomb. What's what you doing? Let me chillin' at the Holiday Inn Me and my peeps, won't you bring four of your friends? Feel on each other and step on some hand One thing leading to another, let the party begin What you doing? Chillin' at the Holiday Inn Me and my peeps, won't you bring four of your friends? What we gon' do?